Hey guys, and welcome to My Inspired Podcast. This is my first podcast that I'm recording, and I'm so excited for you to listen to my conversation with Brooke. She is an amazing person. I've known her for a couple of years and kind of been with her on her journey from going from craft show in Tupper Lake to creating her own business on Etsy. Um, She's an amazing artist who has an Etsy store called Adirondack Peach. And today we talk a little bit about her journey to getting there and the risks that she had to take and um, just the different steps that she took to get there. Um, I really just (laughs) want this podcast to be inspiring to you guys to follow that thing that's on your heart, that thing that won't go away, that you kind of know you're supposed to do, but it's really scary. You're not sure how to do it. There's a lot of risk involved. You have to get out of your comfort zone Um, because that's pretty much what Brooke did, and that's what I'm doing here with this podcast. Um, I hope that I don't sound too awkward because I feel extremely awkward. This is so out of my comfort zone. Most of me feels like, why should you even be listening to this? But this isn't about me. This is about the people that I'm talking to and they've, they're all going to have inspired me in some way. So I hope that they can inspire you in some way. Um, so I hope you really enjoy listening to Brooke. She's just seriously such an amazing, genuine down earth human being. And I think she's only like a week older than me, but I look up to her so much. Like I want to be like Brooke when I grow up. Um, Anyway, I hope you're inspired. I hope you like this. Fair warning, I say, yeah, about 50 million times. So that's definitely something I'm going to work on. And also, if you hear me refer to Cheeto, that is Brooke's little four-pound puppy who sat on my lap and acted as my little comfort dog while I talked to her. I almost didn't even have this conversation with Brooke. I wanted to call and cancel and fake being sick because I didn't want to do it. I was so nervous, but I'm so glad I did. And I hope you enjoy. So thanks for sitting with me today. Sure. And I'm glad Cheeto can be here too. (laughs) Um, so how do we know each other? We've known each other for, I guess, like a couple of years Mm -hmm. when you and Brad and Abby moved up here. Yeah. Um, five, six, Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And, um, where did you guys move from? Georgia, We, right? yeah. Um, Pennsylvania. So Pennsylvania. I'm from I'm from Georgia. Okay. But we moved up here from Pennsylvania. Brad and I were doing Young Life in Pennsylvania and had done Young Life in the Adirondacks and okay. missed it. And So that's what brought it. you guys yeah. back up here? Okay. Yeah. And then soon after you moved up here, you had Andrew. Yep. Had Andrew. So now it's the four of you plus Cheeto. Yep. Who is my new best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you have an Etsy store called Adirondack Beach. Yep. So when did that start? Sure. Um, The Etsy shop actually started on uh, New Year's Eve 2014 officially. Um, but the beginnings of it started a couple months before then in August. Um, I was challenged by my husband to participate in like a 
craft and flea market um, event that happens in our neighboring town, Tupper Lake, uh, every year in August. And uh, I kind of did it at his... Um, he, he was the one kind of like pushing me. I was super timid. I was super um, doubtful of kind of putting myself in front of people and and I think probably putting a price tag on what I was showing people. Um, but uh, Brad is, my husband Brad is really encouraging and um, at, oftentimes has an, a way to be able to see what I can't see. So I kind of took him at his word, and then I enlisted some friends to do it with me, um, and you were one of them, um, and Megan, my, our friend Megan was one of them as well, and so I could kind of fill a booth and, and not be by myself and um, not have the pressure of filling it all myself. So we kind of all brought our collective creative minds together, did our own things, but like sold them together, and it was... So much fun. Yeah. Uh, the whole weekend was so, like, I, I just remember feeling like, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be awful. Yeah. But I didn't expect it to be so fun. Yeah. I um, remember, like, you being so nervous, like, I don't know if anyone's going to buy my stuff, and everybody is, like, looking at each other like, um, Brooke, your stuff is amazing, and of course, everybody bought pretty much everything that you had there, like, refurbished tables, mm -hmm. yeah. signs, like, yeah. old, um, like, window frames yep. with, like, words written on the, yeah, the glass painted, and stuff, yeah. yeah, it's just, like, very Joanna Gaines, like, Oh, I know, <laughs> like, you know, like, country, like, cute, sure. um, just, like, really, I mean, obviously, everybody loved it, and mm -hmm. so you started with that in Tupper Lake at the craft fair, and then, so Brad challenged you to do that yep. first? Yep, and then after that, uh, he pushed me to do, to open up an Etsy shop. Okay. Why can't we keep doing this, right. kind of was, was his thought, but year-round, right. and use Etsy, and I just panicked. I just thought, well, A, some of the things that we were selling, like even the window frames or refinished furniture, right. I was kind of like, how? How do you ship that? Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I was able to at least kind of like whittle stuff down and think, okay, is this shippable? Is this sellable? Is this um, something that I could make over and over again yeah. if someone wanted it? And um, kind of got that far, but for some reason I just like hit a wall when it came to my name and who I was going to be, who the sh what the shop was going to be, um, what the shop was going to represent. Like those kind of big picture ideas just kind of like stopped me from moving forward. Because it's like once I put this out there, this is mm -hmm. who I am and Yeah, it felt <clears throat> way more permanent than it needed to be. Right. I didn't give myself, knowing now, I realized, you know, I, I could have really done anything and changed anything right. at any point, and it wouldn't have mattered, right. but it did feel very permanent. It did feel very much like, I'm going to put, you know, a sign in the sand, and this is what it's going to be, yeah. and then that sand's going to turn to concrete, and I'm stuck forever. Um, so, I didn't have a name for a long time, um, and I could have just put something up there that just said... Brooke Brenner, buy this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and people still would have, I'm sure. <laughs> but, 
But um, I would say we were at my family's house for the holidays, I think. And they were trying to help me with names and, you know, I wanted it to be something kind of playful, um, some something, I, I didn't want the shop to be too stuffy sounding. Right. Or, um, I wanted it to be a little open-ended, um, but I could not. Yeah. I just could not think of anything and anything anyone else thought of, I was kind of like, thanks for that. I don't <laughs> think I'll use it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. And then Brad said, what about Adirondack Peach? And I was like, half like, oh, that's a good name. And half like, oh no, that's a good name. <laughs> now I'll have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was a little bit like, oh gosh, like now I don't, I really don't have anything I can just use as a crutch. Right. To say, no babe, like this isn't a good idea because, right. um, and so, uh, our kiddos are seven and five. And so this was back in 2014. So however they were old, they were then, um, not old enough to stay up and watch the ball drop. <laughs> so <laughs> lately, New Year's Eve has been pretty quiet around right. our house. Yeah. <laughs> um, the kids were in bed, and I remember being like, what else are we going to do, you know, tonight? And so I filled out all the web pages to open up my own shop and slapped my name in there with a graphic that I now regret, but I've changed it, and I'm happy with yeah. it, um, and put up some stuff and just kind of was like, okay, here I did this, not expecting to get really any feedback, right? at least for a while. Um so what happened next? Like, yeah, I think it was January and one of our close friends bought something, but she didn't tell me she was going to. And I had not told a soul. Like I kind of opened it and was like, all right, fine. You can just be there sitting on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Um, and one of our friends bought something, uh, from me and I just couldn't believe it. Um, and at that point I was making things and then I would take photos of it. And sell what I had already made. Right. Um, but I uh, eventually had someone that I didn't know buy something, right. which was so validating to yeah. be like, well, you don't know who I am, right. and you just saw a picture on a screen, yeah. and now you want that to be in your home? Like, yeah. I didn't even know what to do with myself. It just, it was this surreal feeling that was validating in a way that had never really been validated before. Um, and then that happened again and then it happened again and then it happened again. Um, and I started realizing that I needed to find ways to replicate what I could make. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I started learning more about business and production, not, not mass production, but just for me, you know, how can I do things over and over again or figure out a process or allow people to customize? Um, I took, I started to also like hone in my products to, you know, I was doing a lot of items that were like salvaged right. and I realized that was really unpredictable, especially yeah. up here in the Adirondacks. You yeah. only have like three months to yard <laughs> yeah. sale before it snows for the next nine. Um, and so I knew I needed to hone in my product to be something that I could do year round, mm -hmm. work on year round. Um, and so it signs seemed to be, Something that was already selling well and something that I could replicate over and over replicate and over. and ship and mm -hmm. kind of yeah. customize. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I did sell a couple windows on the internet and it was, I mean, shipping them was like horrendous. Yeah. Just freaking out. What if they broke? I had right. spent a lot of money on shipping and it was like, you know what? These, I got just got to the point where I was like, okay, right. this is doable. Like yeah. I, could, I found out and 
And having something that was doable changed the way I reacted to an order. I got, I was able to be excited because I knew I could make what the person wanted instead of, I hope I can find a window, you know, that kind of a thing. So it really helped me as a business owner be able to like calm any anxiety to be able to know what I'm, what I am putting out there for people is a realistic thing for me to be able to pull off if they, if they want. And, and never like, you know, it was never like false advertising or anything like that. But I always had this little like anxiety in the back of my mind of like, you know, what if they don't like it? And the more I was able to do it and the more I was able to like streamline the process, it gave me the confidence to know I, I can do it. They do like it and they will like it. Yeah. That kind of a thing. It's so cool because, like, we were kind of talking earlier about how we have um, a vision of um, what we, like, think something's going to be at the beginning. And then it doesn't always go how we picture it and things change. Like you said, like your logo and even the things that you were um, selling. And I just think that's, like, really super important to... Uh, remember when you start anything um, just because I mean I know I've had those thoughts yeah. like I picture something going a certain way and I want it to go a certain way and then when things start going differently I don't know like how you handle it I sometimes I don't I wouldn't say like freak out but <laughs> um, I guess just have to re kind of evaluate everything. Mm -hmm. And I do have doubts, like, am I doing this right? Can I change it? Yeah. Like, did you have fears or doubts, like, when things started changing for you? And you know what I mean? Or did you just, like, go with the flow? Or No, I wish I was a go with the flow person. (laughs) I really wish that I was. Um, But I I do kind of like things tied up in a nice little bow. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not how life is, Uh, even though I foolishly go into every season thinking that somehow it will be like that. Um, But the the quicker I can learn to let go of something and and be willing to adjust, every aspect of my life is better, whether it is with just the business or with my family or with my friends or whatever. Um, And so I think that the lie that I at least – am so quick to believe is that there is no room for margin or there is no room for change or that change equals failed. Right. You know, like, and, and I don't know where that comes from in me, I guess, um, or in anyone really, but we, it just tends to be this idea of even if I adjust it a little, I don't know how to explain it. I, I like have this thing in me that like wants my yes to be yes and my no to be no. And, I, and that's valuable, um, and, I, and I think that it should be, but it, it stems too far into areas of my life where that's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, so I think I feel like my yes to be yes and my no to be no means that everything I do is set in concrete, and adjusting something, even if it's not bad, to me ends up feeling like I'm going back on right. what I said. Yeah. Even if it was just a mental mini goal that no one knows about but me you know um and so when I'm able to let go of that and 
uh, having Adirondack peaches helped me with that yeah. because I've yeah. had to do it. So it's it's so nice to be able to take that into other areas of my life and say this you know, change does not always equal either A, failure, or B, right. lying. I don't right. know where why I jumped to lying, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where my brain can go. Um, and it helps me to be able to, we were talking about this earlier, to see that in either other companies yeah. or artists. You know, if you go back five years, ten years, a year even, you can see, oh, they tweaked that. Right. Like, their branding is a little bit different now and for the better. And like, I don't judge them. Changes growth sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but for, yeah, for me, it's like, I was thinking about changing that font. I probably shouldn't be, you know, it's like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, so being able to take that perspective into the next thing and being okay with doing something imperfectly, knowing that in the long haul, the goal is getting to the point where I wouldn't even say perfection, but you know, maybe even doing it right. Yeah. But I think I, I, I always think that I should be able to ride the bike before, you know, I've ever had training wheels right. and I'm not okay with the idea of training wheels, but training wheels are necessary and they let you ride yeah. the bike, yeah. you know? Exactly. So, um, I just want to like skip to the end. Or yeah. Like get to that, just riding the bike without yeah. going through all the steps that come before. Or I think other yeah. people expect me to ride the bike without right. the training wheels, yeah. which no one does. Yeah. In reality, yeah. no one does. Yeah. And if they do, then they're not really worthy of right. being around you. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's all it all ends up being in my head, and it's my own, like, mountain to climb, um, which is Brad has helped me with. Yeah. Because um, I probably still wouldn't have an Etsy shop if it weren't for Brad. Aww. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to ask, like, what is, what's been kind of your, I guess, stronghold, you know, when you're going through, um, like fear and doubt and you're wavering, like what, what gets you on track? Like what makes, clears your head and, and just grounds you? Um, I would say um, probably two things, and that would be Brad, for the reasons that we've already said, he he is um, he doesn't attach emotion to a lot of the things that I do because he's not the one doing them, yeah. I guess. Um, but he loves me and believes in me, and I say I think he can see the things I do as glass half full when I am only seeing glass half empty. Mm. So he brings in a perspective that sometimes my emotions don't let me see. Um, but then the other thing would be, um, just a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Um, that for me, um, if I am of the belief that I was created on purpose with the giftings that I have on purpose and with purpose, then they can be used in a way to glorify God. And I downplay that a lot. I doubt it a lot. Um, you know, I, I tend to be like, I just... I don't know. I just like to paint things. It's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? And I don't, I don't think, you know, that my signs are life changing by any means, but the interaction I have with people, um, it's been funny. I've made relationships with complete strangers, um, through, you know, multiple interactions and I want those interactions to reflect Jesus. Yeah. Um, I love that. I just love that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, like, it goes beyond just the signs and the store. Oh yeah. It goes, Definitely. Relationships and yeah, and being able to to remember and Brad 
it helps me with this. I, I get to hold it loosely. Like I, I often like open my hand up instead of like holding it as like a clenched fist just to remind myself that, you know, I can stop doing this right. at any time. It's yeah. not like a necessity. I don't have to. It's a gift. It's a gift for me. Mm-hmm. It's a gift for the customer. It's a gift for my family because it brings in money that we wouldn't otherwise have. Like all all the way around, it's a gift. And um, it's something I get to do. It's not something that I have to do. Yeah. Um, and so when I can keep that perspective, which my relationship with the Lord helps me keep, that's when work is most enjoyable and and least scary or Love intimidating. It. Yeah. That makes sense. Love it. <laughs> um, so if you had to just give any advice to somebody who is struggling with committing to following their dream or going after their passion or trying something new that they feel like they should, but something's holding them back, like, <laughs> is there, like, a quote or, like, what kind of advice would you would you say to them? Um, um, I would probably say, um, and this is easier said than done because people told it to me for months, but it's very true. Like just take the first step, even if it's an imperfect step. Um, because the end goal is a lot of steps between your first and your last and the steps at the last and your stride and your confidence at the last will never, ever, ever happen unless you, like, take your big toe out and, like, yeah. tiptoe your way <laughs> one step at a time until you become comfortable. And I wish that I had had the confidence to do that long before I did. Um, that imperfect doesn't mean wrong. And right. imperfect doesn't mean bad. Um, yeah. To so just do it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Absolutely. I just love talking to you. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yay. Isn't Brooke amazing? I am so thrilled that she was the first person I got to talk to for this podcast. She just is one of those people who makes you feel so comfortable and so confident when you're talking with her. I hope that you were inspired by the words that she had to say, and I hope that it touched a part of your heart that you could relate to, and I... You know, I just hope that you take the next step in your journey, um, get out of your comfort zone, face your fears a little bit. Right after uh, we finished this talk with each other, I found out that Brooke and Brad are actually adopting. Um, So they're going to be a family of five plus Cheeto soon. So I'm so excited for them, so happy for them. That's probably a whole nother podcast that we can talk about. Uh, the process of adopting. I'm sure a lot of people could relate to that. So hopefully you'll hear from Brooke again soon. Uh, I would just love to talk to her even more about Adirondack Peach because there's so much that I feel like we really didn't even get to talk about, um, which is my fault. But anyway, if you want to check out uh, Adirondack Peach, she's on Etsy. Um, You can just, you know, go to Etsy, type in the search Adirondack peach and see what she has up. It's amazing stuff. She's wonderful. You could probably just even direct message her and talk to her a little bit. Um, anyway, I hope you guys liked this. I hope you were inspired and we will see you next time.